0: I was thinking about output, you know, doing things, making, creating, actively engaged in things. It's me, Cindy. It started after I plunked down into my comfy recliner and weighed whether I was going to finish a book I'd been plodding through or watch some random TV show or maybe pull out a DVD. I have to get off that path for a second. I have dozens of DVDs, most of the movies that I loved and needed to own so I could see them again presumably. Of these dozen, I guess more than half, okay, maybe three quarters or more have never even been opened. I think about why that is. And the best I can come up with is that in some cases, maybe it's because I know how they end. Or because sometimes when I'm at the point I'm ready to watch something, I have sunk so deeply into the cushion that I don't want to get back up. Or sometimes I'm more interested in something I haven't seen yet. I think maybe it's a combination of the three. Anyway, so there I was, mentally scanning my options, and I started thinking about how reading or watching a show or a movie or whatever, I'm taking in what somebody else has done. And why aren't I doing something myself, putting my own imagination to work, making my own entertainment, even if it's just for my sense of productivity and pleasure? I'm becoming more and more aware of how important it is to me to make sure that I'm doing some creating. I think that's part of the fun of doing this podcast, actually. That and as I've said before, you know, sharing. I come from a history of shares. My mother, famous for mailing newspaper clippings and recipes and photos. I don't get it from the wind. But I also don't have your home address. So really, this method is most efficient and expedient. And there's so much to share. Take this tongue twister I just ran across. You ready? How many Lows would Rob Lowe? Lowe? No, wait. How many Lows would Rob Lowe rob if Rob Lowe could rob Lows? <laughs> Try that again. How many Lows would Rob Lowe rob if Rob Lowe could rob Lows? Who thought of that? Some genius who grew up in the eighties. I'm guessing that's who. And how could I not share that with you? One more time, in case you're inclined to pass it on. How many Lows would Rob Lowe rob if Rob Lowe could rob Lows? <laughs> you ever hear dance like nobody's watching? That's another one of my favorites. I've loved it from the minute I first heard it or saw it or whatever. I love the encouragement to do something that feels good and makes you happy without worrying or thinking about what other people might think. It took me years, years to get to that point. Now I don't give a hoot. I'll happily jump on a dance floor without a second thought if the music moves me. Dancing is good for your soul. But it turns out dancing is also great physical exercise. Plenty of research showing it benefits your mood and your mental and physical health. Not just today, but well into old age. Not that you have to worry about that yet, but it's good to know for the future, right? While there are several types of physical exercise, like calisthenics, walking, yoga, that have greater effects than others, it's dancing that leads the pack. Maybe it's because dancing requires a variety of different skills, balance, strength, endurance, the ability to adapt movement according to the music. And if we're talking about cha-chas and sambas and waltzes, it's also tapping into memory of choreography and coordinating moves with a partner. See, there's a lot going on, even if you're just flailing your arms around, hopping around music in the privacy of your own home. When it comes to keeping your brain healthy, 60 to 120 minutes a week of mind-body activities like tai chi, yoga, and yeah, dance can help improve your ability to adapt to new and changing situations. Language fluency, learning, memory organization, more than other mind-body pursuits. Neither fact proves that dancing causes health benefits, only that it's associated with these outcomes. It's possible healthy adults are simply more likely to dance than people who aren't as healthy or as happy as those who love to dance. And maybe they're happy because they're dancing. I have to tell you, I was way into my 20s before I had the nerve, the courage, the audacity, the gumption, pick a word but you get the idea, before I would actually dance in public. That dance like nobody's watching thing. It's harder than it sounds if you're self-conscious. Or if you've ever watched anyone else dance harshly, judgmentally, it can look, well, it can look awkward, especially with free-form, fling-your-arms-around-as-much-as-you-like style dancing. I once heard it described, actually, this was a description of how men look when they're dancing, like frogs in a blender. (laughs) Hilarious, yet sad. Although, to be fair, there are men who just kill on the dance floor, and that is a joy to behold. But back to awkward. Once I got up the guts to go and dance in public, I gotta tell you, it felt so fabulous that it no longer mattered if I looked stupid. (laughs) That's saying something. There is a wild freedom, suburban abandon to dancing, assuming it's music that moves you. Bad music that is impossible to dance to is just that. Of course, I know that's based on everybody's personal opinion of what is good or bad. Just like there are all kinds of people in the world, there are all kinds of music. Polka comes to mind. Many people love polka and have a wonderful time dancing to it. And bluegrass, line dancing, which can be tons of fun if you know the steps, and tons of funny if you don't, but you're trying to do what everybody else is doing at the same time. And what do you call the 15th century harpsichord music dancing? Oh, yeah, yeah, Baroque. You know, you've probably seen plenty of movies where they're dancing, holding their hands up high, stepping in and away from each other. The woman usually holding a fan in front of her face, and usually both of them are wearing powdered wigs. And even though that's dancing, and probably as good as it got for the 1600s, it's not the kind of dancing I'm interested in. Then there's salsa, which is, well, have you ever watched really good salsa dancers? Holy smokes. It's a whole different level of dancing that I will probably never do. I'm way all too arms and legs to be able to move like that. But if you've never seen it, go into some club some night and be awed. If you like watching dancing and you'd rather do it in the comfort of your living room, there's always plenty of Fred and Ginger, Gene Kelly. There's an Australian movie called Strictly Ballroom that is sweet and funny and has some great competitive dancing numbers. Oh, and there's this scene. There's a movie called White Nights with Mikhail Baryshnikov, the world-famous dancer. But the scene that took my breath away was Gregory Hines tap dancing alone in a gigantic rehearsal hall. In the movie, his character has given up dancing, but in this scene, he puts on his tap shoes and rediscovers his love for it. It is so beautiful, and it not only made my heart soar, but it prompted me to take tap dancing lessons in my 30s. Although, true confession, I dropped out of the class when we were informed we were going to be in a dance recital in little sequined costumes. Mm, No thanks. So that was the end of my tap dancing career, or tap dancing hobby. In that case, I had to post a little mental addendum, adding, dance like nobody's watching unless you have to do it in a little red silk costume with a matching sequin hat and skip around on stage in front of an audience, and all the other acts are like eight years old. Then it's fine to sit that one out. There are other mantras I've fallen in love with. Growing old is mandatory, growing up is optional, has always been a favorite. I see plenty of new ones all the time online. Facebook has become a big sharing place for quotes and messages that may or may not be as profound to the reader as they are to the poster. Sometimes you read and keep going. Sometimes you reread and click share. Figured this is me clicking. Marie, who just became a grandmother and is walking on clouds, shared this. It's a quote from an author named Owen Lindley. I looked him up. It seems he's pretty much just a guy who sits around writing quotes, which, when they strike a chord with you, can be like the sun breaking through in your brain. This one's like that, pointing out how we too often stop ourselves before we can get started. Anyway, I share this in case it hits home and maybe gives you a little shot of, yeah, you know, that believe in yourself, your ideas, your dreams kind of thing. So, Owen said, you know what breaks me? When someone is visibly excited about an idea or a hope or a risk taken, and they tell you about it, but preface it with, sorry, this is dumb, but don't do that. I don't know who came here before me or who conditioned you to think you had to apologize or feel obtuse, but not here. Dream so big, it's silly. Laugh so hard, it's obnoxious. Love so much, it's impossible. And don't you ever feel unintelligent. And don't you ever apologize. And don't you ever shrink so you can squeeze yourself into small spaces and small minds. Grow. It's a big world. You fit, I promise. And to that, I add, dance like nobody's watching. Or you're happy that they're watching or you just don't care. Just dance. And if you want to dance right now or just imagine yourself dancing, take a listen to the five-minute dance workout. No instructions, just that you should have as much fun as you can in five minutes. Maybe change what you're doing every time the music changes. And by all means, incorporate some spinning and wild arm-waving... At least for part of the time. You'll find the whole thing as a separate episode, your personal five minute dance workout. But for you, right now, here's a little 45 second version to get you started. I can see but you when you dance, dance, feel Take a walk with me, just walk, walk it with me, take a walk me. with me, come on and make your neck work. Now freeze. Now stop, stop, let's keep the beat let the beat down. Let's get it started, hot. Uh, let's get it started yeah, yeah. Runnin', runnin', in here, runnin', yeah. Running, running, and running, running, and running, running.